got that time, you already know. Turn the speakers up, man, it's time to stop the show. John Tanner, Ryan, right, this DJ Jeremiah. We bringing the heat, man, it's drunk, be fire like, bruh. We in the field, we in the field, bruh. We in the field, we in the field. Just put it in work, we raising the bar. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. We got a great guest in the studio. He's not a stranger to this table. Matter of fact, he called us his day ones. We got Jordan Armstrong in the building. What's up, what's up, fam? We got uh, Rick Sincere in the building. And of course, Maya sitting at the table as well. So, Jordan, how you doing, bro? I'm blessed, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to be here. You know, like I said, bro, y'all been doing this for a long time. Kudos to y'all, bro. Yes, man. Thank y'all you, man. Letting, y'all letting the world know what's going on in our world. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> I appreciate that. And um, it's always a pleasure to talk with y'all. Man, you as well. You've been real busy, man. Talk about it. What's been going on? Oh, man. How far <laughs> back we going? Well, this year? Gosh, okay. You know? So I don't know if we ever discussed this on air, mm-hmm. but I was sitting there watching Guys Not Dead 2. Yeah. And I'm sitting there watching the classroom scene. I'm like... <laughs> That looks so much. That's that's Jordan Armstrong. Hey, so you you've been doing the acting thing. Yeah. Last time we talked, there was talks about you doing a TV show yeah. and things of that nature. Yeah. Where are we at from that point to where we are right now? Um. So let's go back to guys not dead. Okay. Um. Shout out to them, but I had a whole lot more parts. Part. You had more parts? Oh yeah, I thought I was about to become a movie star. Oh, and they oh, cut yeah. it. They oh cut man, you? they cut me up. They oh. they chopped it up. Oh. And um, so I didn't know though either until until it, I got to the theater. the theater. I had my family there. Y'all did the premiere oh, and everything. Oh, we did. Well, I didn't do the premiere. Okay, the premiere was in L.A. I wasn't able to go to the premiere in L.A. And so I went. I was like, "Oh, I'm just catching in my city." Yeah, yeah, yeah. With my family, and so I went back home in Louisiana, and my grandparents and everybody. We all there, and they were still proud. But of they didn't know what I had done. I only knew all the scenes I had done. Yeah. So I had talking parts. I was I was on there doing all kind of stuff, and so all they had me do was play a little game on the movie. And <laughs> I was holding up a sign. I'm like, "Come on!" Man. I thought I was gonna win Academy Award. <laughs> But, but you got uh, the check. But I did get paid. It <laughs> was fun. Go. And uh, it was a great experience, man, just being and watching how a film is made and being yeah. a part of it. So that was dope. Um, so shout out to them. But um, I thought that's where I was going next. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know, know that's saying? right. <laughs> but um, no, from then on, man, the music. Okay. Um, you know, my, my life changed a lot. Um, mm-hmm. After that, I put out some records. Um, I put out this record that really changed everything. Uh, it was called Favor. Mm-hmm. No. Um, and yeah, Favor, Favor went to radio, and I think that kind of catapulted everything. Yes, man, praise God. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's amazing, bro. Like, it seems like um, we get to see all the different uh, transitions of your journey, mm-hmm. and it's been wonderful to see. Thank you, bro. Wonderful to see. Thank you. Um, what about family life, man? Personal life, what's going family on there? Family has been amazing too. You know, since <laughs> since then, I've I've gotten married. Yes, sir. Married. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Congratulations, y'all, thank y'all, man. It's been it's been about six years now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, but uh, we were, y'all made me feel like a newlywed. Hey. That was cool. That's all right. Hey. I feel young again. I keep celebrating. You're a newlywed till you get to year twenty, bro. Okay. Oh, well, yes. amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna like, I'm gonna keep that. <laughs> hey, I'm keeping that in. We we still have fun though, so we yeah. still like newlyweds. Yeah. But um, and we recently. Just just had a baby, uh, which I'm very congratulations. excited. Yes. Congratulations! So it, it was six years later, man. We had our baby girl, Epic Elaine Armstrong. You said Epic? Epic. I love 
that. Oh, thank, that's thank beautiful, you. She's man. Indeed that, man. And so um, we had her, and uh, she's two months old. And so we're 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 learning uh, parenthood right now. Yeah. We, oh, we in the trenches. Okay. We're in the trenches, so, man. That's why I said we got bags under our eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say two you, months. You're bro, not really sleeping. I didn't sleep last night. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I've been up. I've probably been up since five thirty. You know, and so and coming from the world I come from, yeah. I was I'm usually up that late doing yeah. music. Yeah. And I oh, sleep through yeah. the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, no, life yeah. is different. Yeah, man. It's yeah. Different. It's different. They can't respect what you do, man. man Too young to understand the grind. Indeed, like, wow. indeed. So, but we are we are so happy to be parents. Um, so, just looking in my daughter's eyes is just so special. Oh yeah. Even though she 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 got us up all night and we changing diapers yeah. and my wife is breastfeeding and doing all this stuff. Yeah. We we look at each other so. Stressed and tired, and then she smiles, baby girl smiles, and yeah. then we start smiling. Yeah, you know, and we've already had our arguments too. We didn't fought. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I don't want. It. I know this. Well, I'm just trying to hold it like that. Well, I don't want. It. So we've already been through that. Wow. Oh yeah, it's wow. going down at the wow. house. So shout out to my beautiful, amazing wife. Yeah. yeah. We are learning parenthood together. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Let me ask you this real quick. Last thing about family. Um, were you looking forward to being a girl dad first? Or were you mm-hmm. thinking you were gonna have a boy first? Well, actually, man, um, I haven't talked about this much, but my wife does a lot. But um, we went through IVF. Okay. We had to go through that, and okay. so um, through that process, though, it's kind of a blessing. Or really, it is a blessing mm-hmm. because um, we were able to have kids. First of all, yes. Second thing is you're also able to choose. Mm-hmm. You can choose Didn't know wow. that. You can choose male or female. Oh, so you, know. you get a bunch of uh, your your eggs together, mm-hmm. and um, they tell you how many you have that are male how many are female and so um we were able to choose yeah so we still kept we kept the left the others that we had yeah and, uh, we brought old epic elaine into the world yeah man that. praise god that's yeah. Dope, man. yeah 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 i feel like being a, a girl dad first softens you up that's why i asked mm. you mm. know what i'm saying like mm. I felt like I was already soft enough. Okay, there you go. I ain't gonna even lie to you. <laughs> okay, okay, um, okay, I, I okay. do because I grew up around women. I was raised by women all the time. Yeah. Um, um, and so I've I already had a super soft side. I had a lot of yeah. female friends that were like my real friends. Mm-hmm. So I've already, I already was in that, in that feminine little world mm-hmm. you know that soft world sometimes <laughs> I was a little too soft when I was a kid yeah. you know what I'm saying Fair so you. I've already had that so I'm actually grateful because I always wanted like a little sister or somebody mm-hmm. to spoil yeah, 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 and yeah, so yeah. when I when we had the baby I'm just like oh this is my this is me right here <laughs> this is all day this is mine this is mine so that influenced your choice I think so um I mean, of course, we wanted to. I think at the time we wanted a boy first. It's just kind of like you know, you want that boy to be there first to protect the yeah. sibling, <laughs> yeah. the big brother of type course. of thing. And honestly, I wanted to break that too because on my wife's side, it's so many girls, so mm-hmm. many women. Mm-hmm. On my side, it's so many girls, so many women. So mm-hmm. if we had that boy, it kind of would have just mm-hmm. broke everything up. Yeah. But uh, God had other plans. Man. There you go. Um, we actually wow. tried the first two times. We went for those boys first. Oh wow. But okay. They didn't work okay, okay. Mm. so okay. we only had girls god knew oh, god knew so, yeah, 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 yeah. so um epic. that's why too mm. yeah it's epic you yeah. know what i mean and so um that was special to us and so we had a plan but god yeah. had another Amen. beautiful wow. man your story is helping out a lot of people i yeah, know i know yeah I know. man that's a blessing yeah. man and then just talk about that transition even from now like 
hearing everything you're talking about, yeah. we understand mm-hmm. now why Christian girls love R&B. Hey, man. Hey. Church girls, church girls love it, man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that, too. You did. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely love it. Yeah. 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 How did you get to that? Like, I mean, we, we catching up, so it's okay. like, okay. Yeah, yeah, all those from from where you just talked about from favor all yeah. the way to church girls. Man, that was a huge journey from there to then because yeah. I, I think favor was um like 2018 2017 um but from there on um things changed with me um every project is different mm-hmm. um if you've heard my catalog you know it's always a different sound mm-hmm. every time yeah. it's something different um i never wanted to i want to be consistent but i don't want to be uh 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 predictable mm-hmm. you know with it um and i think that changing my methods every year but keeping the same value mm-hmm. it was important to me because people change too yeah mm. uh, i'm not the same guy that i was on my first album mm-hmm. yeah you know mm-hmm. I, I was playing a lot on there i was mm-hmm. saying a lot of cool little play stuff and bouncy beats and talk about <laughs> jesus you know what i'm saying but that's who i was at yeah, that time yeah, yeah, and so yeah. you know now i'm older you know my, my my perspective is different um i'm wiser i've learned so much more i've had i've gone through life yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thus far and um you know it changes my approach on music it changes mm-hmm. my concepts it changes my musical sound yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. and so yeah. um hopefully everyone has been able to grow with me throughout my career and some have not yeah. you know some 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 love a certain album it's like well go listen to it mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real yeah, yeah, that's yeah. no disrespect you know yeah, uh-huh. like, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. that album is for them yeah yeah. you know that album changed you made you feel awake please go listen to yeah. it man because I listen back now to some of the songs that I did and at a time I was making them thinking that I was ministering to people and I believe I did but I listened back to like my first album the like two weeks ago oh, and wow. randomly mm. and I was like oh my god this song is so spot on to what I'm going through right now mm. wow. who knew that I was writing a song for myself 10 years later wow. mm. you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah, to encourage yeah. me and so I love that part of it, man. Mm-hmm. I love the freedom. Mm-hmm. Like I love the fact that I can do what I want. I can do whatever God tells me to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what the label says or mm. you know what the industry. Yeah, says. yeah. What What was the um, you know, every, everybody keeps saying that we're like in the the year and the time of the woman. So yeah. this music, yeah. really, like, what was the some of the testimonies just, you got from just, the album and the oh, project? Yeah. Testimonies have been amazing. Um, I really heard a lot of them on tour, mm-hmm. uh, which is my first time ever going out on tour on my own. Um, I was so afraid to because mm-hmm. I've been on tours before. I've always been with someone else. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so I never had a chance to really headline my own situation, and I never knew what I could do on my own. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And I also mm-hmm. wanted the the. Um, the uh, the numbers for that like I wanted to know what I can do I wanted the I wanted on black and white mm-hmm. um so I can move forward too in business also but I really I really thought that it was dope because this is the first time I'm actually really in front of people that have been fans of mine since early 2000 yeah. you know yeah. so now I'm meeting people that are talking about champion yeah. stronger yeah. 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 and they're like bro like you don't understand how you helped me how you changed yeah. this and how that man you the first to do this like yeah. that, and all of those things and I'm like thank you so much you know those testimonies mm-hmm. are important to me mm-hmm. um, they're also confirmation that I was spot on with what God wanted me to do yeah. and there was so many times where I could have went left and changed it and 
done something else and because of comments or because of looks or anything mm -hmm. and i'm just so glad that i kept you know kicking up dust man and kept going on that mm -hmm. route that god gave me yeah mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah that's amazing man when when you were on tour yeah what were some things that were running through your mind about like where god has where god is taking you yeah this this level is is new for you like what was that like for you it, it was um it was a bit overwhelming at times mm -hmm. um at the first beginning dates of the tour yeah I was overwhelmed like I was just like wow because first like I said I was nervous I didn't know if people would show up yeah mm. you know yeah at the end of the day no one wants to sing in front of an empty room oh <laughs> sure you know what I'm saying so that's mm -hmm. that's the Jesus you could Jesus all day yeah you preaching to yourself yeah in the pulpit and nobody's out there you know what I'm saying so that makes you feel away and so I I was nervous about that but the turnout was so amazing the first couple of dates I was just like wow the first night the first night we were in uh, uh, Charlotte okay and we sold out oh, when yeah. they came and told me that we sold out I was like I sold out something. <laughs> oh what? I said, "Oh, let's go." You know, yeah. we always talk about let's yeah, go. Yeah, I don't yeah, know where yeah, we going, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. we got we going let's go. Let's go. So, um, that really uh turned turned on that light bulb for me. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, so people are getting it." Mm -hmm. And it took 10 years, I feel, mm. for people mm -hmm. to really see mm -hmm. it. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know, it took a lot of building. It took a lot of foundation. It took a lot of consistency. Yeah. It took a lot of hard work. It took a lot of crying nights, oh, a lot man. of confused times yeah. where I was so confused. Do do people get it? Am I doing the right thing? Like, And I think that those first dates really showed me, like, you... you let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so after that, I was coasting. I was like, every other show... <laughs> I was in it. I was feeling it. <laughs> yeah, I was man. feeling it. The audience was mm -hmm. loving it. And people just seeing people smiling back yeah. at me, singing the lyrics back. Yeah. I think really inspired me. And I couldn't wait till tour was over so I can go make some more music. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was the uh what was your favorite city on the tour? Favorite city was Atlanta. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. We went to that no, one. Turn up, turn up. Me and Maya went to that it one. It was at the yeah. closeout yeah. in did, January. Yeah, and we did and she's wearing a shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A whole the merch. Yeah. But um, Atlanta was cool because I started the first date was in Atlanta and the last date was in Atlanta. Okay. So um, out of all of the cities, no city was as like live and lit like Atlanta, man. Uh, Charlotte was very close. That okay. first show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlotte. Charlotte was, Charlotte, mm -hmm. Charlotte had got, and no disrespect, Charlotte had got a little ratchet. They was like, somebody, yeah, somebody bent over. Oh, oh no. It's in Charlotte. Oh no. You know who you was. Bend Don't do that. Bend it for Jesus. Jesus. I don't know <laughs> no. what they thought it was. And two, you know, sometimes too, at some of these venues we were at, people didn't know who the artist was. You know what I'm saying? People didn't know who the artist was, so people were just see that there's a concert and they'll just come inside, pay at the door and come inside and see who it is. Wow. Mm -hmm. Some people I had there that didn't know me at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people weren't saved. Yeah. You know, some yeah. people were, they thought they were coming into a club yeah. to a club night. Yeah. So they start mm. popping it. Yeah. So some people, yeah, <laughs> they didn't know. And so once we got to the section, once we got to the section of the show where they start to realize that, you know, I think that was really dope because mm -hmm. in Charlotte, um, there was a couple of guys, a, a white guy came up to me. He was like, man, I just, I was just walking by and I heard the noise. And he was like, I'm not even Christian. I didn't even know this is a Christian thing. He was like, I probably wouldn't have come in if I knew that. He was like, but man, I've never seen Christian anything done this way. Mm. That's and it right he there. Said, he wow. said, man, he was like, I just want to bless you. He blessed me. He mm. had a water. He had a water cash. First of all, I ain't even think. <laughs> white people don't care no cash. <laughs> 
Not white folk. <laughs> white folk don't have cash. They, they, they don't keep from? no water cash on. So I was like, I was, so he gave me this water cash. He said, mm. man, I just want to give this to you. He said, I feel led to give this to you. And what you're doing is amazing. And he was like, I'm definitely going to start going back to my church. Ooh. He was like, this Jeez. was amazing. And Jeez. that was the first night of my tour. So now I'm empowered from that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. my God, God, this is what you want. This is what you have mm. for me to do. Yeah. Mm. This is what it's all about. This is why I'm at the club. Yeah. This is why. I'm not yeah, just yeah, there because yeah, yeah. it's cool to do yeah. a Christian event yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I'm there because I'm meeting people where they are. I right. feel like that's the same thing that Jesus did. Right, yeah. right. So that's why uh, I was excited about tour, and I couldn't wait to go make some more music, man. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. So let's talk about music of today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like music, um, the, the the new EPs and everything. Let's talk about that. Yeah. How did it all come together? When is it dropping? Girls like, Girls all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Church Girls of R&B... Um, it's something special to me because, mm-hmm. of course, I believe that the statement is true. Uh, yeah. Church girls do love R&B. I used for an example in another interview I was doing, and I was talking about how I don't know if y'all participate in this, but you know how, um, for an example, Spotify sends you your mm-hmm. end of the year yeah. music mm-hmm. you've played, yeah. and you see some 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 folk have Chris Brown, mm-hmm. Lil Baby, Kirk Franklin, Mary Mary. Jordan Armstrong, Drake. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> oh, it's nothing to say. It is yeah, what it is. Yeah. yeah. They're listening to the other genres. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. can act like they're yeah, not. Yeah. We can act oh, like it's sure. where we can act like they're terrible people for that. Facts. But it's just the fact. People are looking for something mm-hmm. that they're not getting from us. Mm. And so that also happened to me at a certain age, like growing up in church. You know, when I grew up in church, I was church boy. I was playing drums in church. I was playing instruments in church. I was leading songs in church. And it's like I got to a certain age to about the age of like 15, 16 Mm -hmm. to where that music at church wasn't connecting with me anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And I was just like, and I love my, my, I love Mm -hmm. Shirley Caesars. I love the Hezekiah Walker's songs and all of that stuff. But. I got to a certain age to where like that wasn't I, I it wasn't doing nothing for me. Mm. And I think that it's so many people that go through that transition and that's when we start looking and we start going out and going and find hip hop. That's how we fell in love with hip hop. That's how we fell in love with R and B. Yeah. That's how we did it because the connection ended. There was never a in between. Yeah. And so at one time there was a goss either gospel music and then there was Christian hip hop. Christian yep. hip hop came out. Yep. All right. Christian hip hop was the alternative now. So mm-hmm. now we're like, oh, yeah, we're on that Christian hip hop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so some people were on that, but some people didn't even like Christian hip hop. Some people just mm-hmm. went straight to the world. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some people went straight to R&B. Some people went straight to um, No Limit Records. Some yeah. people went straight to Death Row. Some people went straight to Pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Biggie. And so I went through that situation, too. And I was just trying to find a sound of music that still felt good to me but was still talking about my foundation yeah and so i couldn't find it Mm -hmm. i never found it to where i liked it Mm. completely Mm -hmm. and so i decided to try to make it okay okay and then when i started making the music that i would like to hear apparently it worked and other people like to hear it it caught on yeah and so um that's why i like to call myself you know Mm -hmm. the king of this or the king of christian Mm r&b because i believe that i'm that Mm -hmm. i believe that that sound 
was definitely being done. Yeah. I'm not going to say I'm the first yeah. to do it, but I feel like God gave me the platform to do it at a level yes. that the people before me who I honor weren't Absolutely. able to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the first one with number one records with it. I'm the yeah. first one that God has used to push to catapult yeah. them to that level. I remember I got my first number one for... Um, and I know this might be off subject. I'm no, sorry. You good. No, you good. I got my first number one for uh, the song "My God" mm-hmm. at radio. It's the number one song on gospel airplay in the country, which was mind blowing to me. I couldn't believe we had even made it that far. And um, I saw Canton Jones um, about a month after that, and Canton told me how honored he was and he was just mm-hmm. like, bro. He was like, bro. I almost cried. I felt like I mm. had got a number one. He yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. This is what I was trying to do. Yeah. This is what I wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. He was like, and hey, you did it. Mm. He was like, bro, we had to break through. Yeah. People didn't want to hear mm. what I was doing. Y'all, y'all can remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah Nobody yeah, yeah. wanted to hear what Jordan was doing. They, <laughs> they, 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 they might have secretly thought it was cool, but publicly, no. And mm. no one was calling it Christian R and B. We were even afraid to say R and B. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. As Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, praise. Yeah, it, it had to be something else. <laughs> yeah, 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 Not yeah, Christian yeah. R and B is a thing. Yeah. And so I feel like I played a huge role in that. Absolutely. With the gift yeah. that God had given me. Yeah. And that's no disrespect to anybody yeah. else, man. But I, I, I truly feel that that's who I am. Mm-hmm. And and I'm gonna stand on that and I'm gonna keep that going. Amen. And even some of our some of the Christian R and B artists now, there's playlists for it. Mm-hmm. There's there's it's, it's, it's really a genre for it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's yeah. a thing now and yeah. it's cool. And I'm yeah. grateful for it. I'm so glad for that because that's what I wanted. That's the music that I was looking for when I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. I could not find it because it didn't didn't exist yeah 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 so yeah. here we are yeah. man 10 years yeah. later it's and, a thing yeah. yeah so shout out to all of the all the young cats right now i love <laughs> yeah. like everybody that's doing it i love it i love yeah. to see christian i like the uh, stevie rizzo i like yeah. the um y'all y'all probably mm-hmm. know some names some of yeah. them you know what i'm saying like yeah. they, these cats are doing their thing yeah. and so i'm super grateful because yeah. that's what i needed at 16 top of mind man that's awesome man yep. that's yeah. great yeah whenever i whenever i recommend the genre i always start with you wow yeah. thank you brother yeah. you come to mind first thank you, know? you man the relationship we built with you yeah. and and the music that we've come accustomed to over yeah. the years and you know just seeing your name everywhere yeah. and then when we go places you go places mm-hmm. stellar awards yeah. so it's thank like y'all, man. it's like yeah, yeah. it's thank been y'all. amazing man uh, shameless and, uh, plug we do have a christian r&b playlist that we see? push see? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. it's yeah. called feel good playlist <laughs> okay well i jordan, hope i'm on there jordan stay on there okay he stay on it it's on spotify yeah. so yeah thank if, you so if, much if, brother. yeah man no problem man, if you yeah. if you want some dope christian r&b yep. check out that playlist it's yep. all types yeah like, urban gospel form and yeah. then even mm-hmm. the strong christian r&b yeah so yeah mm-hmm. how's your music being received at home back home like in my city um okay so uh it's kind of different there because in First of all, it's Southern Louisiana. It's very Southern. Um, they're really a uh, gospel, gospel, Southern gospel is different mm. from regular gospel, believe it or not. <laughs> southern gospel is a whole nother world. They are just Pentecost and Kojic and all of those things. They are serious about it. They live, drink, eat, breathe the word of God and Amen. gospel. <laughs> you know, everything is gospel about them. And so they're a little different. So growing up in that, you know what I'm saying? Like I was singing, I was sing- I grew up singing covers, you know, my mm. whole life. So I was singing, you know, like Stand by Donnie McClurkin and and um uh, um 
Any Paul uh, Martin? Yeah, yeah, Paul, yeah, Bishop ben. Martin from there. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. Darren Coley, all of these songs. I was singing that stuff, and so when I dropped my first album, it was totally different. It was like a wow, like whoa, where's the kid that was singing? <laughs> this got eight oh eights and auto tune. Hey. This is driving me crazy. Me crazy. That's my first song. Yeah. So my family, I know my family was like, what is going on with my nephew? But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah. really supported me. They bought the yeah, albums. They spent ten dollars. Yeah, 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 they spent ten dollars. <laughs> but back then, again, that was the, no, it wasn't a thing. Yeah. yeah, you know, this was like, whoa, what kind of artist is that's not Christian? Should yeah. I be body rock? Yeah, should I be listening to this? Should I feel good? about this you know what i'm saying and so that those are the times like i felt like really made me so back home it's different they're still a bit traditional mm-hmm. you know but they're coming around you know what i'm saying and yeah. i think that too it it takes but it, it, it's sometimes it's sad but people have to see you on tv people have to see you successful in it yeah and then they start to really yeah. kind of understand yeah. it yeah and yeah. then that's when everybody's like oh yeah that's my cousin i've been listening to him. That's, <laughs> my, that's my boy that man oh he on the stellar yeah really? got, my family right now my family thinks i got grammy awards i'm like yo oh. i don't have Grammys <laughs> yet there you go you know but they, that's how how successful they think mm-hmm. and believe that i am and so now i think just having the the track record of what's been happening i think mm-hmm. they're kind of understanding it now yeah. yeah yeah man but back home shout out to back home man i still love y'all you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying but sometimes they don't understand where we headed yeah mm-hmm. talk, talk about real quick mm-hmm. um like opening up for mary mary to yeah. having a song with erica campbell talk yeah. about oh, man. that transition. yeah yeah so look a number one single with yeah. erica campbell number too one, yeah. another number one man so and, and um that was super cool because that was full circle moment yeah mm-hmm. um I uh, she was kind of familiar with me already from not really from that tour because yeah. I rarely saw them on that tour. Yeah. They were superstars, man. <laughs> like <laughs> well, they, they, they you told like, me that was like the yeah, sound time. Yeah, that was they was on the sound. Oh. They had just come out with um, God and Me. Yeah, God and Me oh, was yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, which yeah. is a huge big record for yeah. them. So they were superstars, man. I was just opening. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't really get to know them then, um, but since Erica does radio now Mm -hmm. you know she's getting familiar with a lot of people like like myself Mm -hmm. and so I had a record that was on there and after we had just done My God um, after that record did well I reached out to her I had done interviews I seen her in different Mm -hmm. places so we were cool Mm -hmm. and so I was like hey I want to do a record with you I just shot my shot man I DM'd her I didn't even have a number or anything then and so I was like hey I want to do a record I got a record that I would love for you to check out and be on yeah, 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 yeah. and she was like she didn't say nothing she just said send it to me Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and I said okay and so now I didn't have a record though yeah. I didn't have no record I didn't even think she was gonna say that I ain't had no record man I'm like oh my god she said okay send it to her now uh-huh. what you gonna do Jordy so yeah so now I'm like okay I guess I need to go make the song yeah. Yeah. and so I didn't have the song for about two weeks and so I was like um I talked with her her manager slash like assistant mm-hmm. and I said hey I'm gonna actually be in LA um, I would love to um, have Erica pull up at the studio. So I got a studio. We booked the studio and just had her come up. And uh, she was like, I'll pull up. And she pulled up and she had her kids with her, the whole family. Yeah. I was really nervous that Warren was going to be there because oh, yeah, yeah. Warren, Baby is, Warren is, let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Warren yeah. is one of my uh, favorite mm. producers. Okay. So I really yeah. admire him. So I was really nervous that if he came, 
he might not. I don't know if this is going to be the record. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he didn't come. So I was like, yeah. oh, it's on. <laughs> it's on. Thank you for staying at home, Mr. Warren. Because, uh, yeah. So it was just her and the kids. And uh, I played a couple of records. And she was like, just listening to it. And I'm just admiring her. I'm like, man, this, this, this is Eric Campbell. Yeah, this yeah, is a big yeah, deal yeah. here. This is huge. These folk have done things that I aspire to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, she heard the song. And she was like, oh, I really like that song. She was like, but I don't like that part. Can you change that part? Because I'm not sure what that means. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, Erica, Erica, whatever you need to change, <laughs> we'll change it. We'll change it. She was like, yeah, if you just change that line, mm-hmm. then I'm with it. I was like, okay, we'll change it. And she was, I was like, are well, you ready to get in the booth? She, was, she went and got in the booth. She sang every line that I wrote. I wrote the whole song. Amazing. I wrote her verse. Wow. I wrote everything. And so I was able to literally engineer and record her, just me and her and the kids and Jeez. my manager. And uh, she knocked it out. And um, I played it out loud. You know, after you after you record, you play it real loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had it blasting in there. And we were like, oh, this is one of them ones. Mm-hmm. And so um, we went to radio with it, and it did what it did, man. And that was my second number one yeah. song. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, thank her. I thank her to this day for being a part of that because she didn't have to do that. She, yeah, didn't, yeah, need, yeah. she didn't need my song. You right, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. She had a, has a super duper... Mm-hmm. Super producing husband, multi platinum Grammy Award winning uh-huh. husband that produces her music re- really mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. and so it was an honor yeah. to have her be on that, and um, and to, it was full circle. Did you get any feedback from him on the song at, at any point? I didn't. Okay, not yet, but I mean, okay. look, I, we got we went number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Campbell, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Mr. Campbell, hey, <laughs> we went number one, maybe. You know what I'm saying? And I think um, it was really cool too because after that. She put out another song too, and she did. She went number one as well. I think mm. you know, and I'm not gonna credit myself for that, but I think that it just kind of got the mm-hmm. momentum going yeah, yeah, for yeah, both yeah. of us. Yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. even for her too, because sure. I missed her doing music, and that's really why I wanted her on the song. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Um, that was cool. Mm-hmm. The yeah. brilliance of that partnership. It's like y'all both gave each other credibility in different mm-hmm. aspects of the genre. Yes. you know what I mean. Yes. Like yeah, that, that was, was dope. and it was fun. She was fun to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, easy to work with. Like I mm-hmm. said, we did everything that day. And wow. that was it, man. That was That's it. Crazy. Yep. That's, That's amazing, crazy. That's amazing. That is amazing, man. What would you tell artists about shooting their shot? Because you ain't even have a song written. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's I like I have an idea. Yeah, I'm shooting a shot. What would you tell artists about shooting their shot? First of all, be prepared. Be ready. I wasn't ready. Um, mm-hmm. Thank the Lord, I could just make a song. And I'm not saying that they all hits, but I, I try to. I was. It took me two weeks because I was going back and forth with a couple of songs. But just try to stay ready. So when you shoot your shot, you're able to really shoot. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. got the gun. You ain't got no bullets. Yeah. You're in trouble. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, you're fronting. Yeah. You know. So um, definitely uh, be prepared when you in when you hitting the DMs and make sure that what you have, you feel can really work for that person. Um, I think sometimes too people even hit me in the DM sometimes too and people are saying I got the perfect record for you but a lot of times they're sending me records that already sound like I could I could I can do that I already do that Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying but it has to have something different but still special about it that still sounds like me you know even with Erica like I kind of brought her into my world yeah, a little bit with yeah, that mm-hmm. song, yeah, yeah. but still let her shine and be Erica yeah. Campbell. Mm-hmm. So I think too, it's just it's it's being a producer too. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a hundred percenter, so I write and produce and yeah. engineer and vocal produce all of this stuff myself. Wow. And so I I think I just know the knowledge of that mm-hmm. down through the years. I've learned mm-hmm. that, but um, I couldn't have done a record with Erica Campbell 
in 09 when I was doing yeah, 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 <laughs> champion. Yeah. It just wouldn't have, I, I didn't have the knowledge. <laughs> I wasn't even on the level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for that. But just make sure that you prepare. Mm-hmm. When you slide in that DM, mm-hmm. hit them with that fire then. Yeah. Make sure it's yeah. the hottest thing you got to go all the way through. You know, you only get one shot. Yeah. Because once you send that that song that didn't work, mm-hmm. don't hit them up no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if you do, yeah. they ain't gonna check it out. Don't probably. Do it. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. I mean, we took our shot uh, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago um, uh, with Rodney Jerkins. Yeah, and uh, was brother. like, hey man, we would love to have you come to Track Stars. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I'll be in Atlanta. You know, yeah. I want to do the show and everything. And um, you know, I texted him back and didn't hear back from him. And wow. I was like, okay, it'd be another chance for me. Mm-hmm. You know, just later on down the line because we meet we meet people. All the time who are connected to him. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I've heard about y'all from Kelly Cole. Can I tell him, Rodney, (laughs) pull up on these folk, man. I know you. Rodney's my brother. Like, for real. here's what I'm going to do. Pull up. I'm going to take this clip. Yeah. Cut it. (laughs) And I'm going to text it to him. Yes, please. As as an MP3. Rodney, they legit. I know you're probably wondering, you know, but nah, they legit. This the hot spot. (laughs) Track stars run the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. Track stars. (laughs) Track stars run the game. Mr. Rodney Jerk is multi-platinum extraordinaire, yes, one of my sir. top five. Yes, I'm here. Don't pull up on these folks. Pull up on these folks. Get them ready. Get them ready. Hey, yes. yes, pull up on them, man. Just for a little bit. Yes. They have great conversation, man. This is this the hot spot. I'm gonna make this a uh, YouTube short. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. We appreciate viral. that. Yes. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, tell everybody where they can, what they can expect next yeah. and where they can find you and how they can support. Yeah, man. Um, definitely next. Uh, more music. It's always mm-hmm. more music. Yeah. Um, you can also see a little bit of me uh, in a different way now um, since I've had uh, my daughter coming to this world. It's mm-hmm. like I'm seeing things so different. The music is sounding different now. And I'm also, I also feel so led to speak for female christians Mm, Um, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and like i was saying earlier like i feel like at a time i wasn't really qualified Mm -hmm, to do that mm -hmm. um and now i do feel like i am yeah i I feel that god has really given me something special to say and some tools to say to the christian woman um a lot of times you know we talk we have a we have a a a way that we look at them you know we see them as some 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 the world for sure definitely sees them sometimes as you know lame or whack or not squares unsexy (laughs) yeah like for real unsexy not cool and that is a that is a lie that is a complete lie man Mm -hmm. and you know there's some beautiful women who love god there's some beautiful personalities that love god there's also some church women's church girls that are also going through things that we don't talk about at church oh yeah we don't talk about divorce we tell them to go find that man Mm -hmm. we tell them to wait till he find him and get married immediately before you burn (laughs) (laughs) but we don't tell them what to do when it go left yeah you know we don't tell them how to deal with the heartbreak we don't tell them how to deal with divorce we don't tell them how to we don't give them tools on how to deal with a breakup how to deal with a bad guy that mm-hmm. really hurt them mm-hmm. and so they have church hurt too they have yeah. all these hurts oh yeah and so we don't speak on that a lot and so i know firsthand because yeah. i've broken some hearts mm-hmm. i've done some bad things okay. to church girls okay you know i married a church girl mm-hmm. you know i've dated church girls and i've seen how sometimes it seems so easy to get them to do things and because mm. they love hard mm. yeah, you know yeah, they are yeah. so happy now that they finally found their man yeah and then we take advantage of that mm. 
And so Whew. that's a lot of what Preach. Church Girls Love R&B is about. It's not just a slogan. It's not just a cool name. And it's not just a fact. But mm-hmm. there's ministry behind it for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And so I want to speak to them. Yeah. And also, they are the number one consumers of all of our music. Everything mm-hmm. they are when I do my shows, they are the ones there. It's before church girls love R and B. Yeah, so I really embrace them with the church girls love R and B because I know that they are going through things. Mm-hmm. They yeah. go through things too. Yeah, yeah. And so I wanted to speak on that. So more music for that. Um, I got church girls love R and B girls trip. Okay, where I'm talking about what happens on that. Okay. Girls trips because okay. the girls, the ladies yes, go out on them do. trips and they leave whatever's going on on that trip. They leave it there and they come back home to real life. Yeah. So I definitely want to discuss that and also, you know, talk to the fellas too on this one. Okay. Because you know we don't talk about how fellas feel when they girl go on a girls trip. How insecure we get. Yeah. How we like? Okay, well, well, what you wearing? What you wearing though? Yeah, oh, you yeah, like, yeah, oh, you wore the bikini. That's the picture you post. Why are you wearing that? You ain't wear that with me. Or where that come from? You know what I'm saying? Is 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 it is it is it fella? Is it dudes out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we start sweating. Yeah, you know we don't talk about that that mm. with our insecurities, and so I want to discuss all of that and have mm. a. Con- have a conversation right, you look about like you sweating a little bit bro no, I'm just thinking like well my, my wife's never been on a girl's trip mm-hmm. it's, oh. uh, it's not not no like no I was gonna say uh, I mean women? we had a nice little girl's trip last last summer me her and Alfie it was great See? that was to a cabin it, it was, was great I mean I oh. mean, but but you're you not there. there though. You're yeah. not there. They're alone. Nah, but you I'm don't know. You don't know. I'm not saying it was a girl's trip. No, but I'm not saying we got in the. Tr- but I'm saying uh, it was a girl's trip. You don't know what. You, know, you don't know what they saw. Who even, they saw. What. I wasn't even thinking about that. Well, I was thinking you, I'm home with four kids. <laughs> yeah. Let me keep them all alive. Mm-hmm. Right? Because my wife has this mm-hmm. inkling when something goes wrong with one of them. She'll yeah. be like, what happened? Yeah, and I'll yeah. be like, what, what you talking about? Yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah. all good. Yeah. She was like, nah. And, she and then she right. come home and somebody got a bruise uh, on the head. Uh-huh, see? It's like, um, well, <laughs> well yeah, see, that, yeah, that did happen, but you know, I, I wasn't that. worried about it. And honestly, <laughs> everybody isn't like that. I'm not going to say yeah. all men are that way. And I think that a certain time in your life, too. You have that problem. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah. now you probably you established you 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 got four kids, like you said, at home and you ain't worried about that. You trust your wife, you know I what's do. going on. I and so I'm really like speaking to the people who do have that yeah. issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is this is tailor made for them. You're right. So You're right. I don't You're have right. that issue. I have had that issue before. Mm, okay. I've talked to fellas who have that problem. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I've <laughs> talked to fellas that's like upset the whole time and looking at everybody's story that's on that <laughs> trip to see what they can see yeah, yeah that happens Woo. and it happens to Christians mm. it don't just happen to the world mm. it happens to Christians <laughs> and we don't talk about that we let the world tell us what to do when mm. we go through that yeah. we let R&B tell us how to deal with a heartbreak yeah when R&B tell us go bust the windows out the car well, and flatten the tires mm, mm, R&B well. told us to do that and some Christians are thinking about doing that because yeah. oh that's all, who, they do it. yeah are they going to do it <laughs> or, or they, they do, do it, it. <laughs> so what do they have what tools do they have all mm-hmm. of the tools that they are getting most of the tools that they're getting from R&B mm-hmm. music is negative yeah so why not have church girls love R&B 
Mm -hmm. It gives you the tools that you need mm. from a Christian's point of view. I wanted yeah, yeah, yeah. to ask too, because I, I loved the fact that you incorporated skits. Mm -hmm. Like that's something oh, that yeah. we, you know, worked on previous projects and incorporated yeah. and just making it really tangible. But what made you decide to go that route, particularly mm -hmm. with the Church Girls R Love R&B series? That's the old school part of me, though, too. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm born in the 80s, raised in the 90s. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I listened to albums. They had skits. That's mm -hmm. just what it was. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was just some yeah. of my favorite albums. Yeah. Yeah, 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 uh, and yeah. also with in my world though the skits was doing what a lot of the songs weren't able to do mm. Mm. Wow. you know I can't it's, it's only so far I can go in my three minute song from melodies to sound to concept to everything I can't get it all out of course. on that song <laughs> mm -hmm. but I can definitely paint this picture for you in my skit yeah, yeah. to let you hear something that may sound similar to you that you've probably gone through or your girl has gone through or your homie went mm -hmm. through and reflect that on yourself i see and so that's why skits so important it's almost like the a sermon mm -hmm. mm. you know and then that's the music good. is the, the 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 choir the praise and worship it's okay. a it's a service wow. okay. here so i'm giving you music mm -hmm. to worship to and dance to and have fun to with your friends mm -hmm. but i'm also giving you the word amen and this word on this project uh -huh. is how to deal with relationship oh. as a Christian. It ain't all Gody God. It's yeah. not. Yeah. God is there. Yeah. I'm a part of that. You are a part of that. But it's talking about real life situations. I was talking mm. to them earlier yeah. about like yep. the double tap. We don't talk about yeah. double tapping. Yeah. It's some of my friends that are in the industry right now. Top your top gospel artists. They double tapping on Instagram. Some mm. all kind of stuff. <laughs> and it's though, right? Yeah, I, that's how I that's know. Oh. I see it. I'm like, why is this showing up to me? And I go and press it, and I look at it, and it say la da 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 under there. Yeah, I'm like, like come on, like man. I was just seconds, listening seconds. to your song, bro. Yeah. You're married. You got uh. kids. This stuff we don't talk about. <laughs> Yeah. We don't discuss this. Yeah. And I was telling them too about how mm -hmm. the the woman's biggest thing is <laughs> what happened to Travis Hunter. Hey, see, put his name put out there. Travis out Hunter. Hunter. Travis, yeah. you did it. Y'all know Travis Hunter? Yeah. I don't even know who that is. He's a um, football player for the oh, Fantasy. Okay. It just yeah, happened yeah. to him, right? Yeah. People didn't know. Well, I guess people were telling him, yo, your likes are public. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he yeah. older? Nah, he in college. college. Come on, man. College age, and yeah. you know that stuff is serious. And I was talking to them, and, mm -hmm. and like the 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 women's biggest thing is to mm -hmm. fellas don't have me out here looking stupid. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's their biggest thing. They, that's what they care about. Don't have me looking dumb because I love you with all of my mm -hmm. heart. Mm -hmm. Don't have me looking stupid though. Mm -hmm. I know you're gonna do mm -hmm. some stuff because you are who <laughs> you are. You're gonna do probably something that I'm not gonna like, Woo. but don't have me looking stupid. And so. That's one of the top stupid looking things that you can do yeah. yes, to is. your family yes, and is. your wife. Because believe yes, it, it or is. not, people see it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They see it. Yeah. And we're yeah. not blind, y'all. So we're going to see something. I, I see beautiful you, people yeah. every day. This mm -hmm. world is full of beautiful creations. Yeah. I see them. Yeah. But I don't have to double right. tap that. Yeah. I don't have to And then the question is <laughs> Yeah I know you're talking about that The question is Why are you double tapping Yeah too? Why are you following yeah, yeah, yeah. that person mm -hmm. Yeah And why did you why double tap you it? And I'm going to be here to tell And I'm going to expose all the fellas The reason why we double tapped it Is we, because we hope that Whoever we double tapped Saw it 
Mm. Ooh. Well, that's why we did ooh. it. You in the well, field with the tracks. I, right? <laughs> I told Jordan, I said, this reminds me of when Steve Harvey did Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. I said, this is the musical version right here. It is. Because he that's is true. giving the play, he's putting the playbook out there. He like, ooh, look, that's what y'all need to watch out for. No, man, I want to. I should. I should because this is things, like I said, y'all, this is things that we don't discuss. And sometimes we get so holy and so Christian that we don't, that we shun and we don't talk talk about certain topics but these yeah. this world is changing y'all this ain't the same christian walk that we had in the 90s and yeah. the early 2000s yeah. the walk is getting even harder we talked the ground is yeah. not paved this yeah. is raggedy yeah. rocks and dirt and mountains mm-hmm. we got to climb mm-hmm. so we have to stay transparent we have to talk about these things we have to talk about this stuff because they are getting the we're christians are getting all the information on how to deal with these things from the world yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the world is leading us astray. Jeez, this is the new church. Mm. So you, so okay, so part two of this, you you spent an hour with the ladies of becoming Eva. Yeah, um, shout out to my wife. For hey. Yeah, yeah, super Maya, fun. Of course, shout out to them. So that's gonna premiere next week, right? Okay. Right. Yep. All right. So make sure y'all tune in for that. Um, tell them social medias where they yeah. can find you, where they can support. Yeah, social media. Uh, where's Jordan? That's W H E R E S J O R underscore D A N. And that's across all the social media outlets. Um, y'all definitely can holler at me on there. But if you're trying to reach me quicker, Instagram is where I'm at the most. Yeah. Um, and so uh, say something to me. Holler at me. And check out the new album. I got new music out. Yeah. Church Girls Love R&B. Girls Trip. It's out right now. And uh, go get that. Bro, thank you so much yeah, for being man. here, man. Pleasure, really fellas. Always you. a pleasure, man. You always got a seat at the table. Hey, thank you y'all. Want, y'all whenever family. you want, man. You, we're going to get back to some of your music. We're in the field with the track stars. Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. All right, man. Entertainment report time. Let's get it going, all right? So, shout out. First off, shout out to our guys, Trig, um, um, Predox, Predox, Paradox. Paradox, I'm sorry. DJ Wado for representing Holy Culture Radio on Sway in the Morning. Yeah, man, that was they huge. They did it yesterday um, on Shady Four Five. So shout out to them. You know, of course, we are on um, Holy Culture as well. So shout out to them. All right, man. Big story of the week is probably arrest in Tupac murder case. Tupac um, murder yeah. investigation has seen an um, unexpected break as Las Vegas police have arrested a suspect in connection with the rapper's 96 death. According to the Associated Press, Dwayne Keefe D. Davis was arrested Friday morning. He is charged with open murder with use of a, de- a deadly weapon. Um, Davis 60 has long claimed in interviews in his tell-all book that he was inside the car from which the bullets that killed Pac was fired. Although he was in the car, he claimed that his nephew, Orlando Baby Lane Anderson, is the person that killed Tupac. So he's, I think that crime is like an accessory type crime. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, I mean, he, like you said, he's been singing for years. Right? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, been yeah. saying, hey, look, I, I was, I was there. I saw it. He even described how Tupac was, you know, looking when it happened. Yeah. Right. So he, yeah. he talked about it all. I mean, for it to take this long, I think he had, I don't know if he had amnesty or something like that. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. He and did. I think it ran out. Either it ran out or he, he violated it. Something happened One to two, where it yeah. made it, it oh, because, I mean, we've known this already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this yeah. is a new Was it amnesty or immunity? Immunity. It was, immunity. it was something where he had it where the government, he gave information and the government was protecting him or like some type of FBI or something was, somebody okay. was protecting him. But anyway, that happened. And then once that happened, it was, it was, it was like so. Y'all, over. y'all think he wanted to get caught? 
No, because no, why would he go on Vlad TV and all these other places? Because, he, about because you think you straight. straight, yeah. Like you think you're okay, and you're just you're telling the story, right? And then like we talked about likes and clicks. I would and all that never kind of stuff. do that. I mean, you probably wouldn't. You know what I mean? I would but never do that. Here's the thing. He even he kind of reached out to Diddy, right? Yeah. He's not making the kind of money he was making when he was really high in the drug game. So yeah. he needs money, right? And, he and, used so, to, and, and rumors had it he used to protect Diddy back in the day when they used to go to California because mm. he's a crip. He was a, a high member of a crip, crip gang in, in Californians. Mm. I just I, saw a video of him talking about it. Yo, Diddy, show me some love, man. He said he used to, um, you know, I kind of roll with a whole bunch of, he used to be able to sell a whole lot of drugs, right? When he was unknown and nobody knew him and there was no heat and there was no smoke. And all of a sudden when he knew Diddy, all of a sudden all this heat and all this smoke and all this attention started coming to him. So he couldn't mm. really do what he used to do, right? So he was like, yo, Diddy, you talking about you, your daddy love, show me some love, right? Mm. Like send him some money, basically. Because <laughs> yeah. he out there and he needs money. So yeah. if he needs money, then why not go into Vlad and do an interview and then basically talk about you know what yeah. you know what you know about? Yeah. And he talked about it very openly. He's been on a whole bunch of shows. Well, now you don't need books. money anymore. It's not gonna help you. Yeah, man. Mm. All right, man. Um, the next story of the week was Caleb Gordon singing "Jesus" fifty thousand times. Don't make it a Christian song. Christian rapper Caleb Gordon explained what he means. Here we go. You saying Jesus fifty thousand times? don't make it a christian song and even as a listener like the listeners of christian music y'all gotta like up it because a great song doesn't have to be jesus 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 jesus, jesus, jesus or scripture 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 who the greatest artist in the world jesus christ look at his stories bro most of his stories the prodigal son Yes, it's about the king. But he's not saying Jesus, 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 scripture, scripture, scripture. Like, no, he's telling you a story. What y'all think, man? Does it sound to you like he wants to move away from saying <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus? And this is this is his way of making it seem like somebody I told responded y'all. to him like, yo, that's my testimony. Jesus saved me. So I'm going to tell everybody about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I don't know. This is getting weird, man. I, I, so I feel like, I mean, y'all are artists. Y'all, y'all tell me, do you feel like it, for someone to call your song a Christian that you have to say, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, beyond belief, right? No. There's a lot of songs on there where, you know, like Bad Boy. Um, there's a lot of songs on there where you don't really hear a Jesus reference, but I know you're a Christian, so I'm going to tell people this is a Christian hip-hop artist. Yeah, I don't believe you necessarily have to, you know, say Jesus so many times, but however, I mean, there's power in the name. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's, there's people out there who are, you know, doing really well by saying it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't have a problem with somebody not saying it, right? Just tell your story, basically. You tell yeah. your story of your life, you're writing music from your perspective and your experiences. Yeah. That's not a problem. We and just, that come out, come but out. we know now, we, but we are, are unanimously saying that saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus in the song does not make it corny anymore like yeah. it used to be seen as corny it's not corny anymore right? yeah, yeah 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 well well, i think another thing too is everybody do it their own way you know yeah. what i mean i think one way is not the only way and i think we've been fighting this for years and years and so it seems like every time somebody new comes in they bring it back up so it's just like just let it be man it's some yeah. people are going to say they're going to do it a parable way and some people are going to do the Jesus yeah. way and we just gotta be okay with both ways as you, long as my thing is as long as you saved and you rapping what you living that's yeah. my thing you know there was a skit on an artist that we used to manage and on his um, on his 
album it was i mean just because i'm saying you know i don't my song ain't got to be jesus 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 because it's a, i'm a christian yeah. just because i am you know what i mean yeah so i get the reference but yeah. i also wonder if, if it's like I'm, I'm i'm letting y'all know that i'm moving away from this jesus 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 <laughs> situation and in, in my in my in my words but i'm still a christian artist and i want to be seen as that going yeah. forward so my That's songs crazy. will be christian yeah all right man uh one of our last stories is um the rapper vic Mensa said he didn't believe in god because of white jesus he sat down with dj academics and he explained why he felt that way so here's another clip real quick i was agnostic honestly really i definitely was anti-christianity because the narrative of a white Jesus really upset me growing up. I didn't really believe in God much. You know, I, I would say I was spiritual in a sense, but I didn't see the value in religion and in faith in that way. When I started to study it, man, really start to use those principles, then I just saw things in my life began to shift. Whereas when I was going through things before and I felt like, you know, I'm battling everyone and the world, I felt utterly alone in that. I didn't know the value of bringing God into what I'm doing, into my words, into my actions, into my intentions. Having that perspective shift, man, it's been cataclysmic for me. I don't feel like I approached alone. I'm approaching this in acknowledgement of a higher power always with me. So, yeah, but but the funny thing is, I, some, I read somewhere where he was Muslim now. So, mm, yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Thank you. That's crazy. Um, you know, you can push the narrative of a white Jesus in pictures and photos, but when you read the description in the Bible, you already know what time it is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, as a black man, right? It seems like something else that you know um, the white race has kind of put over you. Yeah. You know, what I mean, just to let you know, hey, like at the very top of this thing, even if you go above the president, God, right? Jesus, the person mm -hmm. who you worship, he also white. He's on my side too, and <laughs> like, and that sucks. Right? You know what I mean? Like, if that's the case, uh, and that's kind of where they're coming from. That that superiority kind of feels Rick different. Sincere in MTMV Sports, <laughs> yeah, yeah, MTMV Sports podcast. All right, man. I'm just saying. All right, man. Unnecessary L of the week. Jack in the shot. You know what I'm saying? A lawsuit filed in Houston court alleges. A jack-in-the-box employee shot at a Florida family over something senseless like curly flies. What? Yeah, man. The alleged incident happened World, in 2021, man. but the video um, of the incident is just now being released by the attorney who represents the family. Um, the the employee, she um, has already served her sentence, but the family also wants the company to be held accountable. Do you think they should be, jack-in-the-box should be held accountable? Of course. It's on their property. That's how, that's how life works. Dang. If if a if a robber falls off my roof, I get sued. So you, you think? Saying? So you think Jack in the Box should be? It should be in. They're the ones with the money. <laughs> yeah, that's where it has to. That's the way it has to be. I mean, that's that's what makes it all unfair. Yeah, all of that's it's crazy. Unfair. All right, man. Copy section this week. The projects KJ52 still standing. Shim, Better Days, FLF, and Mark Van Piro. Um, FM. I'm saying his name wrong. DKG Key, The Way Out. Um, Aha Gazelle, September Season Pack, Volume Three. Singles: Triple E, Hovi, Stand By, Monster Tarba, Dayton, Artistic War, Mike Sard, Celebrate, Thailand, Certainly Not, John Keith, Love Right, Linga, The Boss, Walk, EI, The King, and uh, Rublo. 
Betrayal, Jeremiah Bligen, Cut Right, I Will Not Stop. You can hear these songs on the Milk playlist, the best in Christian hip-hop, gospel rap, and Christian rap. And then, of course, our Feel Good playlist, the best in urban gospel and Christian R&B. All right? That's it for me, man. Yeah, and I don't have anything other than, you know, Flavor Fest is coming up. We're still looking for um, beat producers for the beat battle, uh, November 2nd through the uh, through the 4th. Track stars will be in the building, a couple mm. of the teams going. So, uh, yeah, if you're interested in being um, someone who wants to battle in the beat battle competition, yeah. just hit us up. Uh, you can hit me up, Ryan at trackstarswithaz.com. Um, and y'all get right back to you, man, because I'm trying to listen to these as quickly as I can get them in. Okay. All right, you in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tennant, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tennant, DJ Jeremiah. For all things track stars, make sure you go to trackstarswithaz.com. Follow us on Instagram, like the Facebook page, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right, so we had to bring out the big guns for this. We had to bring back Rick Sincere for this next conversation because he's very close to it. So I was looking on TikTok earlier this week, and I saw someone talking about Coach Prime. Um, for y'all don't know who Coach Prime is, that's Deion Sanders. And he was basically saying that what Coach Prime has been doing um, throughout his career from Jackson State to Colorado is uh, is prophetic, basically. Right. And Coach Prime is somebody who always talks about Christ. He always talks about Jesus and he's using this major, major platform to do it. And there's so many things that you can say about Coach Prime, but it's, he's had such an impressive uh, career from being uh, an athlete to being a mentor to being a motivational speaker to being um, a coach and there's so many things about it so Jeremiah I'm gonna kick it to you okay because I think you got a copy of that clip yeah man um, this is the clip that we just talked about but then also I'm gonna play another clip after this with Deion Sanders talking about the Lord Jesus Christ so okay. here we go greater than him getting saved and set free was the starting line for him God's purpose would prevail, and that's exactly what we're seeing play out before our very eyes. God used all of Dion's past to prepare him for the massive stage he's on right now. It's not a coincidence. I believe what Coach Prime is doing with Colorado football holds prophetic significance for the kingdom-minded leaders that God is raising up in these last days. These are leaders who are not scared to tell the truth, who are bold in their walk, and will put to use all of the gifts that God gave them. They are men and women who will use their platform to stand up for Jesus while the whole world watches. If God could use the game of football to raise up a man to proclaim the name of Jesus to millions of people, what do you think he can do with you? I've trusted man. I've trusted woman. I've trusted child. I've trusted people, places, and things. And every last one of them have somehow, some way or another let me down. But not Jesus. But not Jesus. Not one day, not one time, not one moment. And I've learned to accept all things. And all things. When I tell you all things, I don't have bad days. All my days are good. All my days are learning. Uh, are there lessons? Are there things that take me from faith to faith to glory to glory? Are there ways that... That, that teaches me and trains me how to reach and how to teach and how to touch, how to inspire, how to encourage and how to motivate. All these different things. I've been through private and, and, and public and have had private success as well as public success. So everything is a learning tool for me and I'm going to take every last bit of it and try to encourage and motivate others. 
to come to know Jesus. I don't care what anybody would say. I know what works for me. And I want you, just like I go to a restaurant and tell you, hey man, there's some good food down here. I'm gonna tell you, hey man, there's some good Jesus over here. <laughs> I love that, I love that. Um, Coach Prime is infectious. Uh, when I listen to his clips and things of that nature, I just go down a rabbit hill of his motivational speeches and things that he says, the way he motivates his team, his, his young boys, and just so many things about him. That clip was actually a nine-minute clip, but there were so many good things that were said in that. So I want to go to Rick first because if y'all don't know, Rick is the owner-operator of the My Team, My Voice podcast network, and he actually sat down with Coach Prime um, when he was covering, um, you know, the HBCUs uh, when he was back at Jackson State. What type of relationship did you see unfolding in front of you when you had that conversation and you were around him and his atmosphere? So um, it was at Swag Media Day right before the beginning of last season, right? Yeah. So when they were shooting that, that video, Coach Prime, right? It was around that time. And so um, when I'm looking at, when I talked to him, I basically wanted to know, so towards the end of our interview, we sat down mm -hmm. for about 12 minutes or so, and right towards the end of that interview, I asked him about his spiritual bend, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. what is it, um, you know, kind of, basically, what does it mean for him to be able to impact the world like he does from a spiritual aspect? Mm -hmm. And he mm -hmm. talked about, he said, man, look, every morning I wake up and God gives me something and I pass it on to my, all my friends and all his mentees, and there's a lot of mentees um, in the NFL and mm -hmm. they're former NFL players. So he has a lot of um, mentees and he was like, you know, the real challenge is not you know getting a word from God the real challenge is taking this big massive you know word I get from God and putting a little t uh, Twitter mm -hmm. space you oh know wow I mean? like yeah. basically the, he said there's a character limit I gotta work with this character <laughs> limit so he starts taking out his phone right he's like look let me show you I'm gonna show you from like this morning um you know because this is what God gave me I'm gonna say it's gonna be good so then he goes to show me but he can't figure out how to work his phone oh, Lord. <laughs> so then um as I you know, after a few minutes, I'm like, okay, I got to make sure that we don't go too left with this interview. So let me just um, start asking him mm -hmm. about his mentors, right? Yeah. And I know even in coaching, he has mentors, and he goes to those mentors to help him with his coaching. Wow. And that's always a big thing wow. for him. And I feel like anybody who's, you know, in the coaching atmosphere or anybody in any space should have mentors, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And he goes to his coaching mentors. So I'm like, who are your spiritual mentors? And he said, man, actually, his pastor, like his friend, longtime friend, had passed away. Mm -hmm. And then he mentioned Dewey Smith. Right. Mm -hmm. So Dewey came in in a place where he said he was low and he was down and he needed somebody who can help him pick him back up. Mm -hmm. Somebody who's with him. And actually, if you look at videos of him in Colorado, mm -hmm. even in Jackson State, yeah. Dewey's with him. Right. Mm -hmm. um, at his, actually, at his very last press conference. So um, after they lose the celebration, both for the second time. Right. Mm -hmm. Nobody expected it to happen, mm -hmm. but it happened. He loses to um, and they lose him now anyway. So um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's North Carolina Central. Right. He's there. He's talking to the press. But his pastor's there like his mentor is there in the Amen. room because he knows like, OK, this is going to be a, a tough day. Yeah. Right. And he's talking to the media. He's taking all questions normally you know it's a few questions he's taking all the questions and he's like okay um and then somebody asked him you know like hey, look um what have you been going through because his foot you know was going on with the mm -hmm. foot and for him to be a high you know probably one of the best athletes of all time yeah right? and for him to have foot issues right now losing two toes mm. you know being threatened for amputation of the yeah. whole leg and stuff like that so for that stuff to be happening he's like i knew i would need spirituality i would need somebody who has a spiritual being mm. somebody who can be a mentor and help me and guide me through these moments and he goes to um do for that kind of stuff man wow. and he had him with him i'm um, at that last press conference and so um most people, I think the real problem, though, mm -hmm. like the biggest problem right now is that some people feel like 
you know, some of the Jesus stuff is fake. I've hmm. sat with him. I don't think it's fake. Oh, I, I would never think right? it was fake. Why do they it's think fake. it's fake? Because it said he kind of had this, like, um, you know, this uh, Jesus thing to kind of bring in the black community, right? Nah, uh, that, ain't, that ain't true. First of all, well, being black kinda, will bring in the black community <laughs> yes. you know, on, in most cases. Yes. Yes. But they kind of yeah. felt like, <laughs> felt like um, he kind of had this Jesus complex, almost like the savior complex. Mm. Like he was coming in to save HBCUs and people had an issue with that. Now mm. some people had an nah. issue with what happened with Maria Taylor just the other day when she said, it seems like all these people are coming around so they can touch the hem of his garment, right? Oh, Did y'all hear no. That? Yeah. No, I didn't. So, hear that. So that's mm. been, you can look it up. It's on, on Twitter. Oh, wow. on X. I'm sorry. It's been posted. You could have used. <laughs> she could have used some colorful football imagery instead of that imagery. Well, you know. But that's that's the kind of. Mm. So some yeah. people said, you know, they kind of feel like he has like the savior complex. Mm-hmm. And actually, when I first looked at the the clip that you saw, I thought he was saying, "Hey, now, hey, everybody, gather around." You know, follow Prophet Prime, right? Yeah. Um, and I thought that's why he was going with that. But as I watched the video, I saw that he was basically saying that God is using this man in a platform, mm-hmm. in the situation. platform that he has, yeah. right, to really, really um, bring up the name of Christ. Yeah. And I don't feel like he's the wrong vessel for that. I feel like he's prepared mm-hmm. for that. He's the right yeah. vessel for that. And it's all real. Like from from what I saw, I believe that it's um I believe that it's real. And if he always says this. He said this the other day on the show. I'm yeah. not perfect, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I am here and I'm, I'm being used. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I, he's being used well. I think entertainers, well, black entertainers are approaching him, especially black male entertainers, is because they see the inspiration he brings. And then you see his quotes, like his speeches, they're, mo- they're moving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, they are. That's, that's very moving. And he's kind of like, he's still got that swag. So that's yeah. another thing that attract yeah. men to yeah. other men yeah. that's like confident swagger and that's it, it's almost kind of alpha male-ish like yeah. alpha male extracts alpha male kind of yeah. thing or even people who just want to be that kind of vibe so I think that's why he's getting all these celebrities to come and, and that and he's Coach Brown he's, he's Deion Sanders yeah, yeah, you know yeah. one of the greatest cornerbacks of, mm-hmm. of our time you know what yeah. I'm saying so I think people don't see that. And and another thing too is he connects with people very well. Like he connects with a lot of like street dudes like very, very oh, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking to them yeah. and like pouring into them and all this other stuff. So I mean at the end of the day, I, like I said, uh, it's it's amazing, man. I get inspired every time I hear it speak mm-hmm. from him. Like each like if, if he's done like ever done with coaching and wanna do preaching, he can. Yeah. If he wanted to. I yeah. watched a clip of him saying that, you know, they asked him about the flash and, you know, all the kind of stuff he did when he was a, a ball player. Um, you know, the uh, must be the money music video and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and he said, I had to sell you on the flair so you would look beyond the field. Mm. He was like, I did great things on the field, but I needed to sell you on the flair so that you could look beyond the field so that we could have moments like this where you look up and you see who's in front of you. Right? Look, you know what I'm saying? It's been a, this isn't new for Dion. Right? We all know this. Yeah. So, I don't know if you remember that primetime era in Atlanta when um, MC Hammer's at the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? To see Dion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people in hip-hop culture love Dion Sanders. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, now all of a sudden, those people in hip-hop culture, they really get a chance to participate. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> Lil Wayne's leading out yeah. Colorado. Yeah. They get a chance to be involved. The Rock's at this. Um, yeah. At yeah, I saw, I saw Offset. Baby. Yeah. I yeah, saw, everybody's there. I saw Offset. I saw The Rock. I saw some a couple of other folks. Like he just had a lot of celebrities there. 
yeah. on the sideline. So Gilly, um, y'all remember Gilly? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Gilly was almost a coach on the team for Jackson that. State. With Jackson State, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I got a video of him, him in Walla. the locker room. Yeah, he's in the locker room. Yeah, he's in the locker room right right before the game, right before yeah. the championship game. Swag media, I mean, a swag championship game, mm-hmm. right? It's Gilly with all the players around him, and they doing dances. You know what I mean? They jumping up and down. They doing the whole thing. Every rapper wants to be a part of this because he opens up the space, and while he opens up the space, he's still safe in his, you know, his testimony. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He's still yeah. opening up the space, and he, uh, I think somebody put it this way: he's kind of giving space to the to the young men to be who they are as well. Because mm-hmm. he got a full fledged DJ in the locker room. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? Yeah. But he's still old theme music. Holding, yeah. No, I, I'll <laughs> say this. I'll say this too. Also, I I believe if I had a son playing football. I would tell him to go to Coach Prime because I feel like Coach Prime is not just teaching young boys just to be good football players. He's mm-hmm. trying to make them good, good men. men. Yeah. And he That's says that. Like, yeah. my goal is to make sure after you leave here, you're a good man. You're a good man of principle. You're a good man mm-hmm. of character. You're good. And when I saw that, I was like, yeah, you would go to uh, – my kid would go to Coach Prime immediately yeah. because I think other coaches are just – Teaching you how to be a good football player. Mm-hmm. You know or what I'm using you. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's so many gifted people out there that get pimped for their gifts. Yes. Like, that's yeah. it. They get money thrown at them, but nobody sees beyond their talents and really cares about the person. So I think that's what's attractive, too. Yeah, and, and I feel like he's shown multiple times where he's not willing to use players like that. Mm-hmm. Like Travis Hunter, for this game right now that they're losing against USC, right? Oh, no, they lost okay. USC. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Last time it was like, what, 21-7? Yeah. yeah, it was not yeah. 21-7 at the time, but they had the ball. We'll see. Oh. Um, <laughs> He'll do better when he takes over at Alabama. But, um, <laughs> nah, Nick Saban, that's... Oh, anyway, go ahead, brother. All right. <laughs> So, what was I saying before we got into that? Alabama. Man? You talking no. about Tra- Travis? Yeah, so Travis Hunter, right? Yeah. Travis Hunter. Th- this game, Travis Hunter mm-hmm. wanted to play, right? He got hurt in that Colorado mm. State game. Yeah. Colorado versus hurt, Colorado yeah. State. He yeah. got hurt in that game, and he wanted to play in this game. He actually mm. said, look, I'm playing in this game, right? No questions asked. Oh, wow. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, um, I'm not taking no for an answer. And Prime was like, no, your future in this game is brighter than mine ever was, mm. right? So, I won't, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not going to risk yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. So, you're not playing in this game, and he told him he's not playing. Now, who tells yeah. their best player on offense and defense, right? Because Travis Hunter plays wide receiver yep. and cornerback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who tells their best weapon, you're not going to play. I'm not going to utilize you in a game that would save his whole mm-hmm. momentum. Yeah. His <laughs> momentum took a tank yeah. like last week against wow. Oregon, yeah. right? Yeah. It, it did. I know because the yeah. numbers, look, the wow. numbers. Yeah. They got the out of the video, top 25 mm. too. Bro, yeah. yeah. And yeah. when you put out yeah. a deal on video, everybody watches. Everybody knows that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But last week, it wasn't so much. Right? <laughs> After that loss to Oregon. It is what it is. Wow. Here's what's going to happen. In the game against USC, you have a chance to basically bring that momentum back. Yeah. You knock off, off USC, which they can. Yeah. Right? But if they Ooh. beat them, they, the momentum's back. But, but, his, but his, he doesn't use Travis like that. But here's the thing mm-hmm. I would say about that, that is that I think, like, when when black people see black excellence and Deion Sanders is yeah. considered mm-hmm. black excellence, they're going to ride with him. Of course. It's almost like Obama almost to a certain extent. It's yeah. like, I'm going to ride with this That's until... Right. This is done. You know what I'm saying? You and have he passes you, a lot. You, you know how many Colorado <laughs> clothes has been worn? Like people are buying Colorado product that yeah. they've never been to Colorado. I never ain't do that, trying bro. to go to Colorado. Like, like they probably hate Black in folks. Colorado. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw something so <laughs> Where crazy. Where you buying the other my stuff? <laughs> y'all, y'all, I saw it. Okay, I'm driving in Atlanta, right? Yeah. I look down, I see a Colorado um, license plate. I'm like, come on, fam. (laughs) (laughs) When the last time? You ever seen that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Last time you saw Colorado Buffalo. Oh, license plate. Not Colorado University Buffalo. We're not. And and the viewerships have been up. 
since yeah. him. Yeah. Like college football, I mean, get good views, but it's not getting the views that Prime was getting. That's fact. You dig yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so yeah. I think at the end of the day, man, that's that's something that he has brought to this thing that people, all types of people are watching him, watching yeah. Colorado. They want him to win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. want him to get into that playoff system, and they want him to get a national championship. Maybe not this year, but sooner or later. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit bigger than the Tebow effect. Yeah. When Tebow came to the NFL. Mm-hmm. And y'all remember that? When, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Tebow was taking over in every fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah. It was the first time that I had a whole bunch of Christians invite me to a football party. Aww. Right? Oh, was, yeah. That was the first time I ever yeah, had that yeah, like, yeah, really yeah. happen yeah. where they wanted to watch him in the playoffs. Right? So, Dion mm-hmm. is doing that for the whole black community. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But Christians also. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're really understanding kind of who he is and what he is, his ministry has always been to mentor. Yep. Right? Yeah. He's, he's been mentoring troubled athletes. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. um, Pac-Man, Jones, um, uh, Tyron Matthew, when he was the Honey Badger yeah, going yeah, through yeah, the yeah. situation at LSU. Right? He was always somebody who would come in, yeah. mentor these superstar athletes, and really bring them into the full uh, real, fruition. Real quick, talent. we had um, one, of our, 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 one of our people on the track stars university said, why he bringing Brittany Renner? And we had a conversation about that a couple of years. Oh, that's a good last, question. We came back, like, what, years ago? Was it like a year ago? Yeah. Jack State? And to me, when I saw the video and I watched it, he was trying to give them game about mm-hmm. what life was going to be like as a football player, mm-hmm. football yeah. star in the NFL, like, or, or even college. You know what I'm saying? When, when somebody attractive, and she's giving game, telling them, like, hey, yeah. I'm only here for y'all money. I'm not here for mm-hmm. liking you or nothing like that. And she was giving them up game. And I was like, I respect that. To me, you know what I mean? But yeah. for some people, they It's they different like ways it. I would have done it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he controls that stage. It, it would have just been different ways that I would have done it. So, I mean, how just. How would you have given them the insight to the game on how you can be really, really used by a woman who not only looks great, but also as somebody who is dead set on getting your income? Mm-hmm. Right? How would you have given them that insight? That's true. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I guess. I guess, I guess it's her storyline that just is really. The, 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 the she's main trying to issue. use her powers for good now though and not evil you know. is she? she I mean she putting people on game she was getting a check well well she was, she was at 35 it. too she just uh, just admitted she that dropped she, that number yeah she yeah she dropped yeah. 35 yeah, she's at 35 right now she dropped and 35 no she said she just had sex with 35 men she yeah. said that mm. to Shannon Sharp yeah. Okay. yeah see that's the thing you <laughs> can't Lord. go out there and brag and, about it and well, Jackson State at the time had 35 players it doesn't. It doesn't have to be her bragging. She could just be stating well, facts. So, her, do you know her story? <laughs> no. So her oh, story gosh. is. Her story is. She and, and and I could be wrong about this. I've heard hearsay about their story. I've never read about it. I've just heard people talk about who she is. So her story is that she has gotten with major athletes and taken their money and then left them. Okay. Like so. Well, she got pregnant by one cat. Yeah. And and stuff like that. And I think it kind of just turned her like you know what I'm saying like you don't care blah 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 and then it just. You know, everybody yeah. has a villain story, so yeah, you know, yeah. So. I, I just would have is to me. I, I was like, if you gonna give me game, if somebody telling you this is what's gonna happen to you, if mm-hmm. you, I'm telling you the truth, and I'm live, I'm living this. This is what's gonna happen. I respect that. To me, I'm like, he respect me enough to be like, this is what you need to look out. And he said it. 
He was like, if I'd have known the stuff that I'm giving y'all today, I, I would have had more money. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to deal with none of this stuff that I've yeah. dealt with. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like yeah. him opening up that door to basically say, look, I have to find different ways to to not only grab your attention, right? Because with with, with students, uh, even as a professor, mm-hmm. when I start off a class, I start mm-hmm. off with something shocking, right? Yeah. That's the way you, you get attention. Like, mm-hmm. you need to, from the very beginning, I need to give you a fact, I give you something that's going to grab your attention. It's just a part of the principle. Yeah. So I'm going to grab your attention. You bring Brittany in, boom, attention has been grabbed. Yeah. yeah. Right? Now, after that, giving you the Context, give me the stuff that I need after that that's mm-hmm. going to basically educate me and give me information I didn't have before. Yeah. I'm paying attention and I ain't going to look away, right? <laughs> so, no, not me, but the, the players. But <laughs> Understood. We but got they, you, we got you. But they're not going to look away, right? And so they're paying attention and in, in that particular case, you got their full attention, giving the information that they need. <sighs> okay. Prime's good at that. He's great at being not only a motivator but also a master teacher mm. where I have yeah. to figure out how to grab your attention and I gotta figure out how to captivate you captivate you educate you and then motivate you he talks about all mm. the time alright yeah captivate, so educate, I think motivate. I think in that conversation you know with the clip and what was being said it's something to look out for it's something to look out for I think um, I think I think God can use anybody on any platform. And I think that, you know, uh, he'll if he continues to, you know, the interesting thing about it is and I asked this question on the call and everybody was like, why are you asking that question? Um, Was this video put out before Colorado University's lost to uh, the Oregon Ducks? Right. (laughs) And then everybody was like, yeah, the video was put out before then. I'm like, I wonder if this guy and y'all, y'all, I'm just throwing it out there. I wonder if this guy was thinking he's on a streak where like with Timbo with um, Tebow with Tebow everybody was like he can't lose he can't lose everybody kept saying that like if you were watching the game people were just sitting there watching him play saying he can't lose he's gonna take us all the way Broncos fans were going crazy and so I was just wondering if this guy was thinking Prime's not gonna lose he was with the Broncos watch what he's doing God is going to spectacularly let him win all the way out like that and I just didn't know if that was the case well to me I think to me I never looked at it that way I looked at it as if the, the amazing story about all this is you taking a team that won only one game last year mm-hmm. to three wins and now yeah. possibly even if you get some more wins and you get in, imagine if he gets into a bowl game or gets into yeah, yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that yeah. you know what I'm saying so my thing is I think people expectation is so high of him because he mm-hmm. puts that expectation on himself and he put the expectation on the players yeah. but I think I think at the same time it's like what's realistic because he, know, he knows what he got Every college football player knows what you got, what your weaknesses and what your strengths. So mm-hmm. he knows what's his weakness. And yeah. he said it himself. He's like, y'all better catch me now because once I get what I need, it'll be a wrap for y'all. Yeah. Prime I, knew that he wasn't. Oh, go ahead. No, you good. Yeah, Prime knew that he wasn't ready yet to compete at that level. Yeah. You don't have, and here's what he's always had, yeah. great players on the outside. So at wide receiver, at cornerback, he got some of the best athletes in the world. Who he don't have yeah. is inside, right? Yeah, so the yeah, big yeah. men on the, the inside. Lines. And that's where he loses all these games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you even watch the first game against TCU, they ran all over him. Yeah. Why are you running all over him? Because you don't have the best big men in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he hasn't been able to grab those kids yet. Yeah. If you give him one more offseason, he'll be able to do that as well. But yeah. him winning all the time ain't never been his testimony, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because at Jackson State, he didn't win all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won a lot of games, get to the final game, and lose, yeah. right? Oh, wow. He did it against... The second year, he goes undefeated during the season, gets to the final game, and loses. Mm-hmm. It still doesn't stop the yeah. train. It doesn't stop the momentum, yeah. right? Now, the question is, can he make it through 
multiple losses in a row because that's always been one major loss uh-huh. at the end, right? Uh-huh. But now we're talking about losing to Oregon. If you lose today to USC, if you lose some other games during the season, how much does this you know train yeah. keep rolling? Yeah. And I believe he has the. I believe he has the, the you know the hold on the nation to make it through that. He would have been fine if they had given him Georgia's schedule. You think so? Oh yeah, come on, Georgia ain't playing nobody this he year. He still got to play in that. Why does he keep it's trying to bring this back to? He wants one. it to go back, back to, to Alabama. Alabama. Here's what he wants, and and, and I'm gonna break it down. For I you heard really it already. Quick, right? He would love after Nick Saban leaves for he thinks that Nick Saban and Dion has a good have a good relationship, right? So after Nick Saban leaves, he's like, "Yo, Dion, come over to Alabama you know what it is? and make us That's as high conversation. Colorado." He, it's, he's it's so been used been to Jordan in the '90s. Now, now Chicago's in the 2000s. So that's what he's dealing with, uh, um, Alabama. Yeah, he's, he's used to being at the top, yeah. right? Being at the top, being yeah. at the mecca, right? And everybody talking about you, yeah. but not nobody's talking about Alabama, yeah. right? At all. <laughs> everybody's talking about Colorado, yeah. right? Nobody's talking about LSU. We know that, too. They are not talking about LSU, mm-hmm. but you know what? Mm-hmm. They will be. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure, sure. basketball's coming back. Well, yeah, fact. my hope my fact. hope is that... Then the whole world going to be talking about LSU. My hope is that this does have a, a long-term effect, like with Tim Tebow. When Tim Tebow was wearing Bible scriptures under his eyes, Bible scriptures that he was wearing were being, um, were being Googled over multiple mm-hmm. millions of times in a game because people wanted to know what was, yeah. you know, 316, um, what was Philippians. And, and so it's great to see that, yes, it is an open platform for people to talk about Jesus and to hear, you know, a, a unique and authentic way to um, talk about him. And, and I think Coach Prime is doing a great job of that. So I'm always supporting that. What that man was talking about is um, what everybody's kind of come to know now as the Prime Effect. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's Coach Prime's ability to bring the whole world's attention to wherever he is and whatever he's doing. Yeah. Right. And so um, I've had multiple people, even uh, Steve Weiss from the NFL Network. He came on our show one time. And he, okay. he talked about this. Dion, he called it the Deion Sanders effect or the Dion effect at the time. Right. Um, but it is the prime effect where all of a sudden, even when he was at HBCUs, all of a sudden the world's talking about HBCUs. Right, yeah. and so yeah. that's just how it was. He came to Jackson State. He came to HBCU, um, uh, HBCU school. Boom, everybody's talking about HBCU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Now after that, now he's in Colorado. The whole world's talking about Colorado, but now they can also talk about his faith, and mm-hmm. he talks about that all the time. So this man is talking about that prime effect, but the prime effect as it relates to Christianity, and. I mean, you know, you yeah. can't knock it because it's true. Well, I love it, man. I, 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 I'm praying for uh, Dion and his walk and his boys to continue to do great things out there. And, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. we got a long season to go. Yep, long season. All right, you're in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah Lego. Mm-hmm.